right, welcome to episode number 144 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. We're recording on January the 9th, 2022. My name is Eric, the host of the show, based in Southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, ham radio operator, I know that one's shocking, uh, and computer geek. As a first responder, I witnessed an over-reliance on emergency services during major events and started a small preparedness company to help people get better prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer. My name is Ian, I'm a student preparedness and a hobby farmer on Vancouver Island. I'm Scott, a first responder splitting my time between southern and northern Ontario. I like learning things and I don't accept that things will always carry on simply because it would really be convenient for everyone. And I'm Jeff. I'm based in central Ontario. I'm a target shooter, ham radio operator, and general overall handyman. And I'm Carmen, based in BC. God help me. <laughs> I'm a micro homesteader, wife, just domestic guru, as they say. I love sharing all and all, all my knowledge, from canning to quilting to throwing an axe. Want to help support the show and keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air? Buy some swag. We have both the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and the Tactical Velcro patch at www.prepperpodcast.ca. All proceeds help keep the lights on, the backup generator fueled, and our BC companions less burnt out. <laughs> and okay, if nice you're enjoying the show, down, Brad, please take a few minutes. We didn't give Brad the chance to introduce himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we got this guy, oh, uh, Brad, sorry, Brad, he's here too. <laughs> oh, maybe we don't. Is he there? Is Brad there? Well, Scott knew that Brad's internet was going to cake out there. <laughs> well, let's carry on. Okay, well, if you are enjoying the show so far, please take a few minutes to like us on Facebook and submit a review on iTunes. We also want your feedback, good or bad. So if there's a topic you want us to cover, just email us at feedback, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. All right, so we've got some frazzled content for you in this episode. We're going to start off with some uh, news then we're going to uh, get into what we've done lately for preps. Uh, and then we're going to get into the main topic, dealing with preparedness fatigue, because it is a thing. Yep. So let's move into the news. Well, it sounds like you guys were misbehaving in cell block O there. So Ontario is going to go into a new lockdown, eh? Yeah, we're rebels. Mm. Yeah. Rebels without a cause. Got to learn to behave better, I guess. So yeah, I guess that's uh, affecting restaurants now and gyms and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we're pretty much back to where we were before, where everything is pretty much closed or somewhat restricted. So yeah. no more indoor dining, no gyms, hair salons are down to a certain capacity. 50%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're 50%. Um, Non-essential is, I think, 25%. And essential, they're saying 50%. But... I, I don't believe that because I drove by our Costco today and you couldn't find a spot in the parking lot and there was nobody lined up outside. So it's because Costco's essential. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we're pretty much <laughs> the same thing. I think where our gyms are closed and a couple of things too, and we're down to I don't know, all sorts of restrictions. Kind of kind of ridiculous after a while. But anyways, here we go again. Yep. Uh, Kazakhstan. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I don't know if you guys were watching the news about that, but Kazakhstan's got uh, what bank uh, financial collapses, bank runs, government uh, insurrections. They're the government's. Re- they all resigned or something or got kicked out. They had set fire to the Capitol building. Russia came in with troops, all sorts of crazy stuff going on there. Yeah. It started over. um, They, they used to have government controls on price, fuel prices and stuff like that. And they lifted the restriction or whatever it was they had. And immediately their gas prices went up two and a half times. So uh, people obviously were a little unhappy. 
Yeah, I guess they've uh, they've had their own kind of currency devaluation going on as well. And uh, I guess it was the same prime, same president for the last, well, since communism ended. So since 91, it's been the same guy in charge. And all of a sudden, he kind of resigned at the last minute because he saw the writing on the wall and put this new guy in charge. And this guy's taking the fall for everything. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's not going well. But it, anyway, Com- just Com- comedy is all about timing. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to review your, when do, what to do when you get, you get stuck in a riot and or, you know, shooting war. Uh, anyway that's all I got for for news so far alright well I've got uh, an article here and it was sent in by uh, listener uh, Dr. Dave and uh, it's in regards to just uh, it's from Fox News so it's an American uh, news article but it uh, talks about how to pack a go bag ahead of an emergency who knew you should do it before the emergency happens crazy crazy talk (laughs) just crazy talk so they're, they're clearly wearing some tinfoil hats over there at Fox News. But um, it's a good article to poke through if uh, you're looking for some ideas and uh, what to throw in a bag. If uh, if you're kind of scratching your head wondering, there's a link for you. Cool. And I've got one. Um, could, could lead to something, could not, who knows. Um, but Joe Biden is uh, threatening Russia again over Ukraine. Uh, it's a CNN ad. Don't shoot me. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, again, saying, you know, he's talking about um, how they will be high impact economic um, and industrial uh, sanctions, etc. Uh, a couple things in the article kind of catch my attention. Uh, one of them, one of the lines basically says the U.S. and Russia are to meet on Monday. So tomorrow for a high st- High stakes talks aimed at averting a war. Cheapers. So take that for what that means. Um, again, remember, it's coming from CNN. So, um, but then they also, uh, funny enough, uh, talk a little bit further down and basically say that, um, uh, let me find it here. So, but also it says some Biden administration officials have warned of collateral economic damage from the harsh sanctions and the risk of retaliatory Russian cyber attacks should the U.S. follow through with their threats. So, uh, yeah, I've, I think, well, I've, I've been a big proponent. That. I've said it before. For me, that's the, the scariest thing right now is the cyber attacks. So, Well, Darius was mentioning that on the Discord group, too, and I was thinking, well, yeah, it's not just Canada that be, and the U.S. would be woefully unprepared for a cyber attack. I think every government right now has done SFA to really kind of bolster themselves against some sort of concerted, you know, state sponsored uh, denial of service attack or anything else. Like, I think it'd be really messy if, you know, I guess the IT department of every military decided to go full hog on each other. It'd probably be pretty messy for quite a while. Yeah. I imagine it would be. Yeah. And there's, and there's been that discussion about, well, are we, are we shielded a bit from the U S if they say go after their electrical grid or whatever. And some people say we are, I don't think we are. All I have to do is look at the big blackout. It started in Pennsylvania and basically cascaded all across Ontario and Quebec and the whole Eastern seaboard. So if we were isolated, we may or may not have gone, gone down over that. So um, I'm concerned, shall we say so. Well, the, Good news is that my article is talking about because <laughs> the United States really be on the brink of another civil war. Admittedly, it's a book review article just talking about some academics who are, are looking at the subject, but there have been a couple of opinion articles on this topic 
mm-hmm. later. I'm not presenting this as factual news, but it had me thinking uh, about political instability elsewhere as a threat to our systems, our infrastructure, our supply chains, be it uh, cyber attacks, be it you just can't get a truck full of fruit up from California anymore. Uh, I'm not going to get into the politics of this. We'll save that for Monday night CPP. <laughs> but I recognize it as a threat on my radar that deserves some consideration. Um, we had a bit of a discussion in the in the background about our infrastructure and what systems uh, are tightly tied, loosely tied, or independent from from U.S. systems. Uh, but maybe it's something worth exploring a little more in the Discord group, just uh, just as something to think about. Yeah, I don't think it ever get as far as a shooting war at this point, but it, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be some economic stuff, or even secession, a breakup into certain, you know, different parts of the political entities of the U.S. or something. Like that. Who knows, right? Uh, but certainly po- very polarized down there, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, and just a little bit. There, there's no clear <laughs> geographic line. It's just going to would, in theory, be very messy everywhere. So that's mm. one of the things I worry about. You worry too much, Scott. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you <did>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. How about with that, we move into what we've done lately for preps to maybe bring your worry down a touch. Uh, so I've been thinking more about digital stuff right now, doing some home network improvement and uh, safeguarding some cherished family Christmas photos and the like. Um, I've got an external hard drive inside my firebox that actually has a USB pass-through. So it's great because I can do... Uh, it's a real-time backup to it without having to go and pull it out of the firebox and that kind of thing. So I'm quite excited to have that up and running. You can back up during the fire. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. Guessing Brad's internet's still not... Uh, he's here on the panel, but I guess we'll go to Jeff. Uh, I did nothing. <laughs> I'm burned out. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, for my stuff, myself, uh, just busy uh, being a ham radio nerd yet again. I know that's shocking for me. Um, spent some time messing around with a nano VNA to figure out how to test cable lengths and test my antennas and do all kinds of fun stuff with that. So yeah, pocket protector was out and beanie cap was on and, and going full force this past week. So, which isn't odd for me. I'm pretty burnt out myself this last month and a bit, but I the closest I've come is reading an article on solar and batteries and which batteries to purchase to go with my solar panels. Other than that, I've just been off the grid, <laughs> literally off the grid of off the grid. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> of course, for me. Back? Oh, go ahead. Nope, I guess not. Well, I know there's somebody about to walk in the door, so I'm going to have to mute myself here in about three minutes. But anyway, as for myself, hey, I'm back. Look at that. Sorry, who are you? Well, I was deep (laughs) undercover on my little, you know, deep cover assignment there with the Illuminati. I was trying to figure out their innermost secrets there. And then all of a sudden, somebody, like, I think said CGN backwards three times or something, and poof, was was back here. I got to do a podcast. Well, Alan, Alan, you look a little different than usual. You show up and Alan doesn't. Yeah, it's the Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson thing, I swear. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, mostly I've been keeping everything from freezing because uh, everything was under a deep freeze here for the last little while. So I had to work a lot as well after Christmas because I got Christmas off, which was nice. But with all the snow, we had a bunch of uh, trees come down. So it's been bucking up the trees that have fallen over the paths that we usually use and stuff. Took care of a uh, 
pallet box. <laughs> oh, told you. Right back. Oh, look at that. He disappears again. <laughs> we, we had him for at least 12 minutes. So there you go. Ian's gone yet again. He hates the listeners. Yada, yada. That's okay. I'm sure Alan will show up. <laughs> I'm sure if we <laughs> just, just before he's going to get into his CGN deals. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Yeah. So g- give it about two minutes. Alan will be in and uh, yeah. They just have to go and change outfits. They do, yes. There's a there's a bit of a, an outfit change that has to happen here. But uh, how about we move into the main topic then? Uh, so this main topic was my suggestion. Uh, I had watched the movie Don't Look Up. Uh, quite enjoyed it. Nope. Uh, the premise of the movie, without any spoilers, is that astronomers discover an asteroid headed towards Earth and have a lot of trouble getting people to care. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson commented uh, that based on his knowledge of politics, pop culture, and media cycles, it should probably be listed as a documentary. (laughs) Um, It was pretty realistic. (laughs) Lovely movie, a lot of fun. I I enjoyed it. Uh, But for a couple of nights after watching the movie, I started having unpleasant dreams about my family being in the path of this asteroid. (laughs) This is really not something that's realistic to worry about. Uh, you know, whether cyber attacks or electrical grid or political instability is, is more of a concern. It's not. So am I feeling a little bit burnt out? Uh, I think as preppers, we spend a lot of time with negative thoughts and worrying about these nebulous threats. Um, you know, we get accused by our friends and family of waiting for the world to end. And, you know, I don't think I'm, I don't think any of us are looking forward to it. Uh, but as a result, I, I think it takes a toll on us um i think uh, to to our friends in bc you know having an <laughs> onslaught of of actual threats you're probably glad to have some preps it's um, a very slow armageddon <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but i think it's very realistic that all of us are feeling burnt out be it preppers be it people working 80 hour work weeks because uh, things are kind of crazy. I'm not going to get into the, the politics of COVID right now, but we've all been dealing with it for two years now. And I'm pretty sure that the polls say we're all sick of it. Um, so just looking at how we're getting burnt out and what we can do to fix that and what little tricks we can do to, to improve our headspace um, so that it, 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 it isn't taking a negative toll on us. Uh, so that's why the topic came up. So uh, let's put it out to the panel here. What uh, What are your thoughts on prepper burnout? Well, I guess what can you control? I mean, if the asteroid hits the Earth, you're dead. So you know, don't even worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty so much. There's, it. there's no There's no need to listen to the news report about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, <laughs> just, just ignore the news. Uh, it's all there's, good. there's more important things to do. <laughs> like prepper. all right, like somebody somebody asked me what, one time, what happens if the wings fall off? I'm like, we're dead. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> That's the end of that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So with that, let's move into the podcast challenge. <laughs> We've solved the problem. How about I just bring episode 144 to an end? Oh, good. No, I think uh, you have a good point there, Scott, for sure. I mean, like there's only, like, there's, I guess what they say is a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. And mm-hmm. so of course, the more you dig into the news articles and the more you do your own, not just research, but just the more you pay attention to various sources. I mean, yeah, you're you're aware of things like 
stuff going on in Kazakhstan that maybe the average person isn't. And so then I guess, you know, it makes you want to be more prepared for more things. And before you know it, you're kind of overwhelmed with, geez, I got to prepare for like, you know, like there's some civil unrest, there's financial problems, there's like a, a meteor inbound, there's, there's everything. And so, yeah, it's like, you can run around with the, you know, like a chicken with your head cut off or, you know, sometimes I think you just got to slow down and take it one step at a time. Right. Yeah, the opposite of that is you can all of a sudden hyper focus on that stuff going on in Kazakhstan and that takes over your entire life. That's all you're doing is focusing on that. You're prepping for that and everything else just, it just consumes you, right? So that's, that's another side of, of burnout as well. So it's, and, it's and just, it's, and it's just at that point, it's always, and I've got it in my, my notes, here, but it's always just, you're always hearing the negative side of everything. Mm-hmm. negative this negative that they bring forward you know it's it's not common at all to see what i would call a good news story on mainstream media mm-hmm. everything is so negative it's it's just you know whether it's socioeconomic stuff covid wh- whatever it is it's just it's just negative 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 and it's and if you pay attention to it and that's all you pay attention to it's it's going to drag you down. Like they say, if you hang around with negative people, you're going to turn out to be a negative person. So, so this podcast, I think we need to bring more puppies on the podcast. Which yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Puppy off. podcast. Yeah. Off right there I the think book. the security that prepping gives us in the background, I think we get to a certain point in it though, where we're like, okay, well, am I done? Like, is this enough? Mm-hmm. And that's what I started thinking in October, like when I'm looking at my full pantry and I'm seeing everything here, I'm like, well, is 85 quarts of potatoes going to be enough? And I start questioning it and I start questioning what's going on. And then I started getting into this funk where I'm like, well, I don't need to do any more potatoes probably. (laughs) Maybe I should let that go. And then you start thinking, well, I do need to do this. I need more water or I need more solar power, which is what I'm on right now. Or I need a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that. And it's just kind of like you start feeling defeated almost. It's not necessarily like you're not doing anything, but like what you are doing doesn't seem like enough for what's going on in the world. But at the same time, you know, you're doing way better than Betty next door. And you're like, ha ha ha. (laughs) I've got my shit together. First of all, you know that lady next door. You don't know what you have. Guarantee the lady next door is called Karen in reality, but hundred percent, hundred percent, probably. No, honestly, like it, uh, you know, with all the stuff's going on in BC, like even yourself, Carmen, you've had oh. like a, a fire within a mile of your house this this yeah. summer. You know, we had uh, the heat waves, we've got power outages, floods, food and gas shortages, heavy snow, and all this stuff. We should be like full on prepping still. I've got five feet outside my window. I don't know if you can see it or not, but it's up to my window. My window's five feet above the ground, Jeez. but my wow. flamingos are in the snow. They're buried and they're four feet tall. <laughs> And yeah, so we should be like totally motivated to keep prepping and everything else. But after a while, it's just like, eh, whatever. You know, like, you know, I, I read stuff about the financial shenanigans with Evergrande and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's done. Ah, you know? like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, so you, I guess, yeah, it's part of it. How how much is enough? And by the same po- token, though, it's, it's almost like it's been sensory overload the last couple of years now. So that's a problem. Well, and just speaking to... especially. <laughs> Speaking to your point, Carmen, you know, what is enough? And it seems like the finish line always keeps getting pushed further and further. It's not like you can ever reach the finish line. We have no idea how long the race is. Yeah. I mean, this could be the beginning of a great depression, which is what I'm kind of seeing happening. (laughs) 
um, the same thing that happened after like the Spanish flu and the wars went back in the early century of the 19th century there and things just started going downhill real quick all of a sudden <laughs> it's just like okay well are we going for this or not like no one seems to be paying attention to where the ball is moving but it's definitely rolling down a hill <laughs> it's just okay do i have enough is it going to be three years of depression or is it going to be seven years of depression you know it's kind of like well sh you know should i i have a new vehicle out in the yard should i sell it and get a get something else and put that money into my savings account you know you start kind of going well where's the line in the sand but the it's it's a moving sandcastle basically at this point it's waves on the ocean it's and that's where i'm kind of right now where i'm like ah <laughs> well tracy <laughs> brings up on the waves and i just i don't know i almost want to like just drown in it for a little while <laughs> and then i'll get back on top <laughs> well tracy brings up a good point there she says it's a way of life so it doesn't end it just you know you just rotate you just keep going but that's true yeah. i mean but same token though too mm -hmm. sometimes the grind does get to you as well right that's true. Yeah, and it can be super overwhelming to just constantly, like we said, focus on all the, the negative all the time, which is something that creeps into the, the prepper mentality because that's what you're preparing for is is the worst case scenario, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it can it can really wear on people, and it's I think it's important to remind people you can focus on you know the better parts of things as well. Uh, so it's you just don't want it to to wear you down too much to the point where you stop preparing, right? Because some people will just avoid that at some point and. To, to get away from all the negative and you don't want to do that either. Cool. Yeah. Dane's got a good point here. Uh, about unreasonable goals. Uh, could you, yeah, he's, he's right. Setting unreasonable goals is just not going to get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. No, at this point I'm hoping to look at the spring garden and what, what am I going to plant this year? What am I going to grow this year that I want to yeah. can in the fall or what am I going to do next? And that's more for my own little, garden but i think that's my only way out at this point is to start looking a bit more forward um because right now i'm just i'm in a funk i guess i don't know and tracy i just don't want to do anything <laughs> tracy also mentioned i can't fit kazakhstan but i sure can make sure we have clean water so i don't focus on what i can't control so that's kind of what i was getting out of this Great spot point. too is that yeah mm -hmm. like there, there's certain things you can prep for and other things that are just there's not much point in worrying about because there's absolutely nothing you can do about it so yeah yeah, absolutely right. I mean, you can you you need to know what's going on to be able to kind of be prepared for it. But you're right; there, it's out of your control. There's nothing you can do, and you just need to focus on what you can control and what you can make work for you. So, yep. one of uh, my wise prepper friends uh, one day once asked if he'd read a certain book. Pointed out that it's times it's good to back off a bit, not always be on high alert. <laughs> You know, friend, friends will give movie recommendations, and he asks, will this hurt me? Uh, so basically, it must have dragons or explosions or both. Because, <laughs> you know, but, you know, sort of maybe stay away from all the stuff that we tend to gravitate towards. Uh, the reality is, just thinking about this stuff, we're better prepared than 98% of the population. Uh, and if we don't have a certain thing done, which may or may not be needed at an unknown time, so be it. Um, I mean, I, I think of prepping as investing insurance I really can't buy anywhere else and just try and take that as peace of mind and uh, know that we're, we're in better shape. Um, we, we also had a little bit of a discussion about how preppers tend to be 
type A people who like to be in control and to fix things. Uh, so that kind of naturally can lead to having a bit of anxiety over some of these looming threats and that lingering sense of dread. Um, professional athletes have it easy. They know when the big game is. We're training for a championship that we don't know what the sport is or when, <laughs> when it's going to happen, but we're trying to be ready. Well, and I think when you hit that point, it's like easier, you know, if you come to that burnout point, you're just like, well, maybe I should just sit back, you know, watch the latest cat video or whatever. And just, just don't worry about the what if. And just before you know it, you're watching like a string of cat videos and you've kind of forgotten about prepping for the last six weeks. So it's that, I guess it's that tipping point you hit where you either have to decide to, to knuckle down and keep going or not, I hate to use the term give up, but just like kind of fall off the wagon, so to speak. And that's, it's not a good place to be, right? Well, no. and I think finding that healthy way of backing off a little bit, and uh, you know, you can't you can't be running at one hundred percent all the time. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're going to burn out the dilithium crystals there, Scotty. So you need to you know, look like that that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, we, if we got the Star Trek quotes going, I'm out of here. <laughs> I think it was good that my annual shutdown around Christmas happened anyways. So starting to feel in my funk just before the whole Christmas season started. And I was like, okay, well, no canners in the kitchen. Everything's out. It's time just to have holidays. Don't think about anything anymore. And it was nice to have a couple of weeks off. But usually I'm having canuary for January usually. My freezer is full of produce that has to get done. I've got potatoes going bad in the pantry. And I just can't seem to start again. And I think I'm thinking about my gardens and my seeds. And I think someone on the thing said, where's the best place to get seeds? And I usually go to West Coast Seeds. They're really good. But anyways, and I was just like, oh, maybe I'll just organize the seeds today. I'll just figure out what I'm going to produce this year. And it's just like I'm doing extremely baby steps to try and get myself back into it. But it is really hard to even start thinking about it again, taking a time out. And but I think the time out really helped. Just because I'm back on the podcast, <laughs> and I'm back in yeah. here, um, back reading all the stuff on the the Discord there, and trying to play catch up. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I took a time out. <laughs> but at the same time, I just it's hard to get back into it when you know how. What's the word I'm looking for? How mental it can be. I guess would be the word for it for, okay, well, I want to do this, but I have to research it for like three weeks before I buy a $20 tool. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> sometimes I dig too deep into it. That's just me though. But I find it's getting back into it. Just even just looking at my levels of water. We had a water thing the other day because the main line went down and I'm like, oh, well, how much water do I have right now? Just in water bottles. I wasn't going to dig into the good stuff, but I'm, I brought the water bottles upstairs and I'm like, I really don't have that much bottled water. I should get more. <laughs> I have long-term water, but I don't have like the quick stuff for a couple of days when the water's down. So it's kind of those little things where I'm like, you know, you got to step up your game here, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know I'm ahead of Karen next door at least. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. yeah and I, I, I find sometimes it's tough convincing yourself to do all of those, what we call prepper things when you prepare and nothing happens. And, and I kind of look at, you know, this scenario that happened out my way back in the fall, we had a couple of fairly significant windstorms and lots of trees down and lots of other people lost power. I didn't, yet I spent two days 
preparing, getting, making sure my generator worked, topping up all my gas, getting food in the freezer, getting all ready to go, and nothing happened. And here I am going, hmm, okay, well, yeah. It's almost disappointing when nothing happens. But by, by the same token, though, it's, a, it's that feeling of, you know, it's a reward that's not really tangible, the fact that uh, because it was not event for you, yeah. It's like that is actually a reward unto itself, but I guess people don't see that way, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could. Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. I didn't, but that's uh, yeah. that's just just the way it is. And and I Where's mean, my evacuation notice. I want my. And the other thing I find is, I got is, one. <laughs> I had one last year. I'm ahead of you guys. <laughs> is you know, stocking up on stuff is expensive, um, and it's getting more expensive every single day. Obviously, with the price of food going up and gas going, everything going up and up and up and up. And sometimes it's hard to see that money just sitting there. Yeah. I, you know, you know, you've done the right thing and, and you've got, but sometimes it just, you see it sitting there and you're like, mm, yeah, I know I may eventually need it, but. And again, like, you know, like, like I said, it's, it's small rewards per se, but like, so yeah, I stockpiled my gas. And so when we had the, the highways get all flooded out there and they had the gas restriction on the island here, maybe in the Okanagan too, I don't know about carbon. Did you guys mm -hmm. have a gas restriction? Okay. So oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, we had, you know, 30 liter per fill or whatever, and people were like losing their mind. And I was just like, eh, at the time I was like, I thought it was just part <laughs> of the burnout thing where I was just, I just didn't care. But in reality it's like, I don't care because I've got a crap ton of it at home. So I don't need to worry about a 30 liter restriction because I'll be fine. And so in hindsight, that actually is a reward to itself, but it's it's not seen as such usually at the time. Oh yeah, and I, and I mean I've I've got all that stuff. I've got you know five gas cans full of fuel, and my freezer's more emptier than it should be because I just have struggled with that motivation issue as well, just to get stuff done. But um, yeah, it'll it'll get there. Yep. Yeah, and I, I find the, the whole burnout kind of hits around this time of year too, just because so many other things are going on, on top mm -hmm. of your preparedness type of things that you want to be doing, right? You've got family events going on for Christmas. You got things to line up for that. You got New Year's going on. So I, I find this time of year is always kind of a, a burnout point anyways. Um, so it's, it's just, it is what it is. It comes in waves and you just got to be able to recognize the fact that you're, you're kind of hitting that wall and find some ways that work for you to kind of escape it and get back into back into things. And like you said, Carmen, it, it's hard to get back into it mm -hmm. uh, because you know the amount of work that uh, that it takes, and you know about the amount of dedication that it takes to get back into doing the preparedness thing. Uh, but we all hit that rut. We all hit that point where we just want to throw in the towel for a while. Uh, but getting back into it's doable. It just takes some time and getting the dedication back. So what do we do about it? Ah, that's the million dollar question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first thing I did, actually, I tried this uh, a few weeks ago in between with my absences from the podcast, uh, a digital detox day. And actually it yeah. does uh, a wonder. So no. no no computer, no phone, no no internet, no, no not a single luxury, so to speak. Uh, yeah, just totally take away all your digital stuff and mm -hmm. just ignore the world for a day. Come back and it's like, wow, that actually felt better. Like, because there wasn't this constant barrage of bad news or things to worry about or whatever. It actually does help. And so that was suggested by the wife and no, she yeah. was bang on for that one. So yeah, it was good. 
uh, that's yeah. just maybe a just a destimulation for a while. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people that have done that and have really actually enjoyed unplugging for a day or two. It's that's a great idea. It's one thing if you do it while camping because you're kind of forced to. It's another thing yeah. if you do it around. It's another thing if you do it while you're at home and you actually have the option, but you you know intentionally deny that and just do then that actually forces you to focus on stuff you probably actually want to anyway. So <laughs> just like turn it. off the modem. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It's true. Like we actually lost the internet earlier today because uh, Shaw was playing silly bugger on the island here, and uh, I actually had those uh, saved um, advanced ham courses to to look at. So I was looking at those, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." So I'll, I did go. that anyway. So it was like it forced me to do something productive. That was good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. As far as is Scott still around? He's got himself muted. Yeah, no, I'm here. Oh, I'm okay. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just I let yeah. the smart people talk. <laughs> Why are you letting me go? <laughs> anyway, so the uh, the other thing too is like like I think we touched on it before though was like you know I think even Tracy mentioned it too is like think about the one thing that you don't have to worry about I guess or like kind of like narrow it down to small goals. For example, like yeah, in the case of Carmen, I don't have to worry about you know like my potato supply. It's fine, <laughs> you know, which which is actually fine because like that's that's one less thing you have to worry about. I guess you're just trying to break up your overwhelming sense of urgency and, and think about things you've accomplished so far, which is probably a good thing. I think this helps itself, even this little, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, peanut gallery here is the fact that we're, we're talking to peers, uh, people with similar interests and similar facing the similar thing. It realizes a, you're not alone and B nobody's perfect. You know, and so on and so on. And the fact that, you know, there's, there's this moving goalpost, I think that helps a lot with people thinking they're not either uh, achieving anything or not, you know, not doing enough or whatever. I think just talking to somebody of like mind helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100% well, does. And I think regardless of where you are in prepping, if you're just beginning, it's this big intimidating process. If you've been doing it forever and the goalpost keeps moving, it's still this big intimidating process. <laughs> yep. So the fact that we all recognize that it's this big, ugly, intimidating process, there's value in that. Yep. Yeah. The other thing too, is just going to mention too, is don't lose sight of the goal. So what is your ultimate goal? Is your, your you know, if your goal is to provide for your family in case of, uh, you know, strife or turmoil or whatever, that's, that's the focus, right? So whatever it takes to do that is, you know, should be able to sustain you with your prepper uh, mission, so to speak. Um, or maybe you're just, your 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 goal is to bug out and leave the rest of the world behind. It's just work on your four by four. Okay, great. <laughs> you know, like, I wish. <laughs> Yeah, whatever your goal is, like just, just I guess focus on that because that's what you got into prepping for. Uh, whether it be avoiding that asteroid or you know just having enough food for three days, um, and either you've achieved it or you're still working towards it. That's what's important. And to help kind of avoid that burnout, rotate your focus too. So spend some time, you know, gaining some knowledge, and then spend some time organizing, getting your gear set up, and then spend some time on skill development and rotate things around a little bit so you're not constantly focusing on just the one thing. Um, all those items, you know, your knowledge and your skill development can be geared towards your, your ultimate goal, but at least you're focusing on different things and you're kind of working your mind that way as well. So it, it kind of helps with the fatigue where you're not constantly just doing the same thing over and over and over every day. Well, yeah, because I mean, instead of focusing on CGN deals, which actually I wish I would have talked about, that was a good story I had there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I actually been focusing on the radios this week. And so I was, you know, researching antennas. I was asking Eric, I was asking a few other people, like, what's the deal with, with various antennas? Because I want to set up a base station and a, and a go bag radio for VHF, UHF. And mm-hmm. um, so just trying to focus on stuff that's actually going to you know, be 
more productive than just the fun stuff too. Just like, you know, the, the nerdy, like tech stuff you have to, to look up. No, no offense, Eric, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, oh, yeah, the propeller hat. Yeah, exactly. And then, so you know, we've been touching on solar lately too. And then we just ordered a greenhouse in order to like work on that. Cause we're really lacking on usable farm space around here. So we're going to, we've got oh, a greenhouse. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that was, a, that was a bit of an adventure and even finding a place to put it that has enough exposure and everything else. We've been kind of scouting the property because mm. we've got issues with, you know, Southern exposure. We've got issues with the trees being too dang tall and too many of them. And so, and so, so to get a place with enough sun is a problem. So yeah, I mean, we've been focusing on stuff that we're, we know that we're short on. So at least we were feeling like we're accomplishing something. I do. I have to point out though, with Pierre, I think, Oh, Pierre has the, probably the best goal so for it. Uh, so far it's uh, this one. His goal is to be ready for when the zombies show up and he becomes overlord of his town. Well, that is a noble goal. <laughs> That's a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. Should we make that the tagline for uh, the podcast from now on? <laughs> overlord of my town. Yes. This is going to be overlord known as Pierreville. Pierre Land? Pierland? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Pierre Island. Yeah. Funnily enough, uh, Pierre is the capital of South Dakota, but I think they pronounce it Pear, but whatever. Mm. So he's already done it. He's just not willing to tell us yet. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Bane says he won't uh, submit to Pierre's overlordship. And he's cranky that way. So. Oh, already we got strife just like that. <laughs> like three lines in. Yeah. <laughs> Million little fiefdoms. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> city states. All right. Oh, man. But yeah, getting back to. Oh, I'm going to say, go ahead. What's your solution, Scott? <laughs> No, I, I think recognizing that uh, it's worth stepping back and not always being on high alert all the time is healthy. Uh, as much as I enjoy disaster movies, sometimes <laughs> movies with dragons are probably a little healthier to watch or mindless whatever that uh, I, I don't need to worry about. <laughs> because dragons don't bring disaster. Well, the exactly. Witcher was pretty good. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying, they breathe well, fire. Yes, but if I people. train the dragon and learn how to fly on it, then all of a sudden I can get around and I don't need gasoline. It's perfect. Now I have something new to prep for. Scott's dragon. Dang it. Scott's dragon. It's a one big cross. Don't need fuel, your gasifier. What about it? <laughs> well, if I've got a dragon, that's really not a problem. <laughs> um, so I think. As a whole, just kind of recognizing that burnout is a real thing. You know, we're certainly at risk of it because there is no no finish line. Um, and just acknowledging it, I think, is really healthy and sort of a, an important part of mental health in general is just kind of taking stock of where, where you're at and if you're feeling burnt out and crusty and uh, 85 gallons of potatoes, is, is it enough? Quartz, quartz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, only quartz. Only quartz. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sign off and go do and more potatoes. Of rice, <laughs> Show off. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I think it's just healthy just recognizing it and thinking about it so that regardless of where you are uh, as a beginner prepper or, you know, a long-term dedicated off-grid homesteader, we recognize this and just recognizing it and being able to, to name the fact that you're burnt out is probably mm -hmm. healthy enough to, to start the, the process of dialing back, 
doing a digital detox, doing a, a prepper detox so we're not stressing <laughs> about things we don't need to worry about so that we can start managing things like clean water and uh, the, the little things we can manage. Mm-hmm. Freya points out we need more prepper comedy movies. Yes. It's true. <laughs> that I highly would be great. See- I highly suggest the original Tremors, you know, just for the first time. Oh, that's a good movie. Because at the very least, it's like every one of his preps came in handy and he was pretty funny to boot. So that was a good movie. There you go. And I mean, come on, Zombieland really is is just a training video, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Power stays on, cars last forever, you know, mm-hmm. works totally. That's how it's going to yeah. go, right? Yep. Yeah. The current new currency will be Twinkies. I gotta get some of those. <laughs> Did they can well? No, Apparently, they last forever. So. Twenty-five year shelf life for sure. It's like McDonald's hamburgers. Their shelf life oh, is boy. brutal. <laughs> All right. Well, b- before the FDA starts digging into us, uh, <laughs> shall we move into the podcast challenge? Uh, I was gonna say we get kicked off of YouTube because of Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still eat them. <laughs> good. Uh, podcast challenge sounds like a great idea, Scott. So this week, let's take an equal amount of time for both prepping and switching off for a while. That way you can still accomplish something, but you don't feel overwhelmed. We're all in this together. It's a marathon or maybe longer or maybe shorter. So let's try and pace ourselves and we don't have to sprint every, uh, every step of the way. I like it. All right. What do we got for upcoming events? All right. Well, we got the uh, Radio Radio Amateurs of Canada Amateur Radio Courses. So the online courses, they start uh, January 27th for both basic and advanced. So if you want to sign up to those, you can. The link will be in the show notes. And uh, I would imagine, since they are kind of like the premier kind of amateur radio uh, set up in Canada, it's probably going to be a pretty good course, I would think. Yeah, Yeah, I did the advanced one with them. Yeah, I took it. Uh, it. It can be dry at times. It's, uh, but for information, it, the the guy's a really good instructor, and um, yeah, it was. I, I found it. I found it good. I know other people wouldn't, but I got a lot out of it. And just a tip for everybody: they do record the uh, the classes. So if there's one that you can't make it to, uh, they share a link out afterwards to the email group, so you can re- you can watch it later on. So if you look at the schedule and you say, "Oh, well, you know, three out of the however many there are, I'm not going to be able to make because of prior commitments or work or whatever," um, they record them, they email them out to you, so you can watch them later and you can download them and hold on to them in case you uh, need to use them for other things. Um, and I believe the basic course is fifty bucks to register now. Um, the advanced course, they ask you to be a Maple Leaf operator, uh, which is a hundred bucks. And then you're, you get your membership for a year with them as well. So I think you can see you're an mind. operator too. So yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not biting on that one. Uh, deal of the week. Okay, so uh, if you, uh, we should actually thank Howling Coyote from Discord. He gave us this uh, link as well. Uh, if you want to release your inner Burt Gummer and uh, start your complete reloading setup, you can go to cabelas.ca and they have a uh, Lyman complete reloading setup for $180 off regular price, which is a smoking nice. deal. I think it's on for a couple more days yet. So links in the Good show notes. Awesome. Uh, shout outs. 
So I've got a couple here. Uh, shout out to a new Patreon, Daryl. I appreciate uh, your dollar an episode. Uh, Liz at uh, $2. And uh, then a quick shout out to uh, EcoWorthy. So it's uh, a company that does solar panels and batteries. Uh, I grabbed a 20, 20 amp hour uh, LifePo 4 battery from them. Uh, it showed up and there was something shaking inside of it. So I contacted customer service. And uh, the next day I had a replacement battery in the mail. So uh, awesome customer Hi. service. And uh, yeah, they didn't ask for the old one back either, which is kind of nice because it was just a piece of plastic rattling around inside. So now I have two batteries. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I told them, they said, keep it. So that's actually one because yeah. one is none yeah. and two is one. So there you go. This is true. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, if you're I looking for, uh, you got it. So if you're looking for batteries, uh, that was some awesome customer service. Nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shout out James, uh, my buddy, who (laughs) made this whole topic suggestion, and that's why we've been talking about it this evening. So thank you for that, pal. Uh, Email and iTunes reviews. So we have a a lovely one. Uh, We've been raising backyard chickens for a few years now, or rather my teenage daughters have. This is our first winter with them, and it, uh, it was great to have practical advice for cold climates from someone who's already doing it. Uh, talking about last week's episode, the uh, animal animal husbandry. Keep it up with the interviews uh, and with people who are walking the walk. Uh, that's from James. Three stars, so that's perfect. Just kidding. <laughs> it's, like, it's okay, Eric. <laughs> I, I don't start going off until it's one star. We're fine. Three stars is acceptable, I suppose. But if you get up that to five, that'd be great. Oh, I thought it was out of three. That's fine. <laughs> All right, so I got an email here that was in the inbox. It's from Susan. Uh, It says, hello, gentlemen. I found your podcast sometime around late September. Uh, I've always had a a readiness mindset, but wanted to properly prepare for emergencies. Uh, Because the nature of my job allows me to wear earbuds, I've been able to go back and listen to past podcasts and have learned and done a lot uh, as a consequence. Uh, I'm not certain if these have been specific podcast challenges, but here is a list in no specific order. So it's a list of everything that uh, she's completed. Uh, so tested CO and smoke detectors. So if Kyle's in the chat, uh, 45 minutes, 36 seconds there. I guess I'll uh, I'll step in for Alan today and mention that. And I'm sure Alan's doing the happy dance somewhere. <laughs> he is, yes. Yeah. So thanks for starting your list off with that. Uh, replaced the fire extinguisher. I actually thought about what emergencies my family would most likely face and can plan properly for. Uh, bought some tarps, water purifier, propane heater, uh, extra one pound uh, propane bottles. Uh, gel cooking fluids, batteries. I uh, made sure all of our barbecue propane tanks were full. That's a good one. Uh, uh, made my sister an emergency car kit. Uh, made plans to expand my garden. Wrote down how much we eat in a week uh, so I can be more accurate with food storage plans. Great thing to do. I uh, downloaded books from PDF Drive. Uh, listened to an audio, the audiobook one second after. So, um, yes, put the tinfoil hat on after listening to that book. <laughs> Discovered Princess Auto, uh, emptying your bank account now. That's an Uh, expensive one. (laughs) It is. That's an expense. Yeah. Especially after listening to uh, One Second After and then finding Princess Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Started memorizing where all the fire extinguishers and alarms are at my workplace. Uh, Beefed up the candle supply. Uh, Shared your podcast with a neighbor who I know is on the same wavelengths. Thanks for sharing the podcast. Appreciate that. 
shared uh, your this uh, this time it's personal podcast uh, with my daughter who wants to join the armed forces or be a first responder. So awesome. Uh, keep better track of what's happening in our world, uh, which can lead to burnout. So be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch videos about shortwave amateur radio, technical info that's very uh uninteresting for me but seems important not sure i'll get as far as earning my ham license you can certainly do it yes it's some boring stuff but uh it's uh, you can get through the exam i uh, made it through and i haven't used it since <laughs> well there you go yeah what when in doubt Maybe the answer is 10 years <laughs> when in doubt the answer is c on the exam yeah. um uh, put elastic bands around my water bottle so i can keep track of my hydration i'm gonna buy a portable phone charger uh, as a gift for a group christmas exchange game and uh, so there's a bit of impact. There's there's the bit of impact that you've had. So that's uh, that's quite the list. So that's awesome. Uh, one well thing. Uh, what do you all talk about on the podcast is very important, and I appreciate learning as I listen. Uh, thanks for helping people to be aware and ready. So that's awesome to see that we've had uh, had an impact on you, and it's always good to get emails like that because it kind of validates why we do the podcast. So that's awesome, Susan. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's better than us just chirping at each other for fun. It's like actually to know that we've actually helped somebody else. That's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Fantastic. I got one from uh, Dr. Dave here that says, uh, thanks for an informative and entertaining show without all the glazed-eyed lunatic hype. I'm funny there. Um, I'm learning a lot and getting better prepared as I go. Below is an article that made me think of y'all. That's obligatory Kentucky speak. Uh, how to pack a go bag ahead of an emergency. And he put a uh, link in there, which I'll throw up in the notes here as well. It says, thanks again for a great show from Dr. Dave. And it says, P.S. Have you considered an annual CPP tinfoil hat award, perhaps modeled after an inverted Lord Stanley Cup? Well, we'd all be fighting for it. So it's- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, which one of us is going to get it? Yeah. <laughs> what I wanted this year. Yeah. yeah. Maybe no, it'll I be a Eric will just use it as an antenna anyway. Because, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, tinfoil is, uh, I mean, already tinfoil is technically aluminum, which is a great conductor. So I'd be, you know, like. So, the question is, will it put will on it the antenna? Gardens that keep the crows away. <laughs> yeah. I keep the crows away, chat on two meters. Well, it'd be a great day. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, with that idea and the whole talk about tinfoil hats, I will bring episode number 144 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast to an end. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or of course your favorite podcast app. Please help us out, submit a review. It does help other people find us. We record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube. If you want an early peek at the show, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click the notifications tab. Uh, that gives you an alert when we go live. Snoochie, boochie, bitches. <laughs> I'm assuming that's Alan's way of telling us that he was responsible for the gifts. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Nope. Right. Interesting. All right. Huh. The mystery continues. Uh, you yeah. could reach both Jeff and I at <laughs> feedback at prepperpodcast.ca if you're looking to chat about, well, whatever we chat about. <laughs> if you want to reach me, I'm at microsetting at gmail.com, and I'd love to connect with anyone that wants to say hi. Brad unfortunately disappeared here. Uh, to let everybody know the little secret, we got uh, we all got a bunch of secret gifts in the mail. We're trying to figure out who sent them to us, and it had to be one of the podcast panelists. So we'll figure it out one day. It is an epic, epic undertaking. Whoever did. Yeah. It. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say kudos to whoever put the effort into that. Yeah, it was pretty good because we all managed to get our envelopes on the exact same day, which was a feat of, you know. That's impressive. Yeah, a feat of engineering as far as like Canada yep. Post goes. But anyway, uh, you can reach no, in directly. Key, Carmen, did you get one? Maybe me. We should, ah, we could be wait, a a <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, she's going to Anyway, just figured that one out. Anyway. Uh, you can reach in directly by emailing me at theislandretreat at gmail.com. You can also find me on Canadian Patreon Podcast on iTunes and YouTube, recording Monday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, if I ever show up there. It seems I haven't been there for about six weeks either. Um, I'm also in the Discord chat for both CPPs. Uh, you can email us if you want an <laughs> app invite. Are you okay, Carmen? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you can find us discussing why government waste in society wears me down. <laughs> Uh, please check out uh, Rapid Survival, rapidsurvival.com. You can get me there on the live chat. You can also email me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. So uh, thanks for joining us this evening. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe. And keep learning and suspecting who's sending gifts. <laughs> <laughs>